Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. Call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 251 of the show. <laughs> this is such a great episode because this is a goal setting episode that you all need to listen to because it is totally different than those smart goal episodes you've probably heard from every other trainer on planet Earth. That is not what this podcast is about. And so if you are sick of those trainings, just stay tuned. So with that said, this is one of it's just a really powerful training. I think you're going to love it. And I would definitely share it with your team if you have not already. Also, if you would like me to train your team, all I need you to do is screenshot this. Uh, that's a lie. All I need you to do is email. Are you listening? Are you paying attention? Email ask, A-S-K, ask Lee at gmail.com. If you can get 30 or more people on a Zoom, I will come on your Zoom and I will train your people. I'm really excited about that. It's a ton of fun for me to get to know you, get to know your people and coach and teach and train uh, at a high level. And so if you want that, just go ahead and email askjessielee at gmail.com. If you will do me a favor and screenshot this, put in your story and tag me and friends, I will repost the story at least. Well, I'll try to repost them all and I will definitely respond to all of them. It means a lot to me. So thank you for doing that. The most important thing you can do is subscribe to the show. That's how we get ranked. I don't know why I'm screaming. But make sure you subscribe to the show, and then if you feel so compelled, go ahead and leave a five-star review wherever you are listening to this episode. Remember that five-star reviews enter into a drawing every single Monday for a giveaway, so make sure you get yourself entered into the drawing. Last but not least, make sure that you comment on Instagram posts. Uh, I am pinning the top three comments of every single post, give you some bossly clout. All right, y'all, all right. Make sure to follow me on TikTok, Instagram, podcast, Facebook, YouTube, Everywhere, everywhere, can't get rid of me, I'm everywhere. <laughs> Today's review of the show is Paytonia. Five stars, I can't get enough of JL. Exclamation, exclamation. I keep telling everyone to listen to your podcast. And finally today, one of my teammates came to me and she said, she was saying she was listening to you and that you were amazing. You just have a knack for dropping truth after truth. Thank you so much for being you. I would really recommend sharing this episode of the show. I think this is the goal setting podcast. More and more of us in business need to hear. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Enjoy episode 251 of the show. It is the beginning of the month, obviously. And since it's the beginning of the month, I do want to talk about goal setting, but I want to do a different goal setting zoom than, you know, your typical, like, let's set some smart goals. You're going to set some goals that are specific and measurable and attainable and realistic and time sensitive. Okay. Training over on to the next one. So I feel like you've heard that 7,000 times. And so it's a little not useful to continue to hear that. And so Um, I want to just give you some things that I was just sort of thinking about and reflecting on how I like to set goals and maybe they're a little unconventional. I don't really think they're unconventional. It's probably not the right word, but I think that they are going to be tips that are going to be really useful for people who are smart and talented, just like all of you. (laughs) Okay. So for my smart and talented people, uh, these are uh, maybe some of them will be a little contrary to what you've heard before, but I think that some of us maybe need that. Maybe we need a different perspective. And I think sometimes, uh, maybe we hear things a different way and it just hits our brain differently. So the first thing that I want us to do, and this might be non-conventional is I want you to try to set one goal to focus on. And so that's why I mentioned, maybe we just focus on MVP and hitting it faster. Because you're going to have that sense of accomplishment, if that makes sense, right? You're going to have that sense of like, ooh, I did it. And that you can then roll into something else instead of what I'm seeing and feeling intuitively is that if your goal is a rank and it's something that you don't have 100% control over, I think it starts to become a psychological issue, 
there's a lot of nodding going on. So I think I'm hitting some people already with this. And then it's also your thing where it's all month long. It's this 30 day goal and 30 or 31 this month, 31 day goal, which sometimes is really drawn out when we know that motivation doesn't last, right? And then what happens is maybe your goal is champ and then it's like the last two days of the month and you're 5,000 away and now you feel like a huge failure. You feel like you've disappointed everybody. You feel like you let everyone down, but really you probably hit a bunch of goals throughout the month that mattered to you, right? So even though you, I'm sure you're capable of managing multiple goals, I think it might be best if we really focus on one. And if you feel like you must focus on more than one, like if you're somebody who's like, I'm going to hit MVP on the 7th of the month, then what? Okay, so why don't we stagger the goals then so that we're only focusing on one at a time still, but it's staggered. So MVPs here. Uh, my next goal is 4,000 in new volume here. I'm just making stuff up, right? Uh, or hey, uh, MVPs goal one. Next goal is five recruits. Next goal is eight recruits. Next goal is 10 new customers. Next goal is whatever, where you're staggering stuff. So it's more so then you're accomplishing something and then moving on to the next. Because I think what's happening is, I think it's that psychological beatdown where something happens, you don't get something you want. You're so focused on rank eight, nine, seven, six, two, five, four, three, whatever, okay? That instead of seeing how many wins are happening through the month, we're psychologically just sort of destroying ourselves, okay? Um, the next thing, and this is very weird, but what if your goals were things that you really want, instead of things that you have to, or even something you should do. Does that make sense? Like, I want more of your goals to come from a place of joy than a place of, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to accomplish that. More like, hey, it would be really awesome, would be really awesome uh, when I hit, like I said, MVP multiplier or something, okay? Pick a goal that gives you actual satisfaction or pleasure. And the reason why I like MVP for this is because what if you what if you want to hit MVP multiplier by the 8th or 9th or 10th or whatever it was you put? And then what if because you get paid then, right? On that on that um that next Friday, what if then you did something with that money that brought you joy? So if it's a I want to goal, then maybe we set things around it where it's like, okay, I want to hit MVP by the 10th. Okay, I hit it on the 10th. So what I want to do with that money is I want to go get a massage or I want to um, fill up the tank of gas and go driving 100 miles an hour down the tollway or I want to go buy myself an outfit so that I have a new outfit that I'm confident in because my clothes don't fit, right? Or I want to um, you know, invest in empire playbook or gopro or whatever it is like taking those kinds of things i think when you're focusing around things that will actually give you satisfaction and pleasure i think you're more likely to succeed so why i think sometimes overall even rank goals if we take a rank goal as an as an example like a rank goal of rank eight or something like that we're focused so hard on that but where is the want in there why do you actually want that why do you care right like what changes when you're rank seven? Why do you, what do you want about that? And then making sure that you're setting yourself up the step by step by step by step by step that's giving you the actual satisfaction, right? For some of you that are those higher level leaders, because there's a lot of you on here, maybe your goals aren't, because you know you're going to hit MVP, most of you know, the, the leaders that are on here. What if it was a customer number for you? What if it was, I really want 10 customers a week? 
Like it's going to push me and I want it because I want to have a huge business and I want to have 10 new customers a week that I can then convert into smart chip customers eventually that I can then convert into recruits. So I'm in stage one activity. I had a conversation with one of you uh, literally today, actually. And I was just saying one of the reasons I stay in stage one activity so much is that you don't get your feelings hurt. And I know that might sound so strange, but you end up having this sense of peace sometimes when you're bringing new business in all the time and you have a lot more joy around what you're doing. I think so much of my success is based around I don't get caught up emotionally in when people disappoint me. I'm not speaking about any of you, by the way, okay? Because, oh, God, she's talking about me. Am I disappointing her? No, okay? It was it's literally nobody on the Zoom, okay? But I was just saying, you know, I think sometimes we do that, though. Because we see so much greatness in people and then we're so focused on, God, what's wrong with me? Why haven't I developed these people to rank three yet or these people to rank four yet or these people to rank five yet? Why don't I have more rank sixes, rank sevens, rank eights, rank whatever? But that's very counterintuitive because why do you actually want to do that? Right? I can tell you I personally love developing leaders and I set that goal of 15 new frontline champs for the year 2020 at Epic in January because when... I see the joy and accomplishment on your faces. That makes me feel so happy you don't even understand. Or maybe you do. I don't know. But I want to develop more leaders because I also like getting to know you better. And I work very closely with the champs. If you're a champ on here, you know what I'm talking about. I spend a lot of time diving in and getting to know the champs on a very personal level. And it's not because any of you are not, are, are not just as good as the champs. It's just we're having different conversations. Does that make sense? So I want to develop more people because it also takes the stress off my business. So maybe if you're in a stressed out place in your business, how can you develop and cultivate more leaders? Maybe that's the goal you set. Maybe this month you want to cultivate more rank twos. You want to cultivate more rank threes. You want to dig down in there and find out where that is. And then maybe when you do develop a new rank two, then you celebrate a new rank three, then you celebrate a new rank four, then you celebrate whatever it is for you. And for those of you maybe who don't have a team yet, develop new rank ones, develop new go pros, right? And that's not a have to or a should, but it's a, hey, I want to because I want to help people have the money to put the gas in the tank. And I know you guys all have that heart-centered thing about you. Or again, I wouldn't have been somebody who recruited you because I know you were attracted to that in me, right? So all of that might sound counterintuitive to the normal like drive, 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 drive. But I think you're going to be more likely to succeed. And I think you're going to put yourself in a better position to actually tackle the more challenging goals because especially if you're somebody, and I know so many of you very well, and I know that some of you on here, I'm going to feel like I'm speaking directly to you. I know some of you have a hard time figuring out what it is you want to do in your life, um, which to me makes me want to say, I think that makes it even more critical to find out what brings you actual joy, right? Because if you focus on a goal that you think you should be hitting or you're supposed to be working towards, you are likely to get stuck or stay in a rut that you actually want to escape. And so if your business then has no joy around it, it just stops making sense to you, right? It starts to feel like Groundhog Day every day in your business. And that's not what your business should feel like. There should be, there should be differences every single day. So do something that is enjoyable and something that holds your interest and helps you learn uh, what it is that you actually want, what you actually want to accomplish. Um, and I think that for a lot of us, when you're setting that, maybe make it something reasonably easy so that it's something you're confident about pursuing. So maybe it's not 10, uh, 10 customers a week. Like I said, maybe it's one, right? Maybe it's two, maybe it's five for some of you, maybe it's 20. I don't know, but something that's not super easy, but something that if you push yourself, 
you're going to be confident in doing it, right? Um, I think that that is, I think that's everything. So what is it that you, what is it again that you want to do as a goal instead of what you feel like you should have to do, right? Not what you should, right? All right. The next thing, one second, I'm going to take some keto up in my head because I just love it so much. Mm, mm. Ah, sorry, you're up. Okay, so they don't have keto up. What a tragedy. What an actual tragedy. Soon, I hope, I hope. Okay, put that thing on a boat. Get this stuff on a boat. Put the boat in the ocean. Take the ocean. Take the boat over to the, to, across the pond. Let's get them some keto up. All right, so... The next thing that might be a little unconventional that I think will help us achieve our goals this month is to make sure we're focusing on ourselves. That might sound weird, okay? But I think some of us need to stop trying to change the behaviors of other people by setting goals for them. (laughs) Okay, like I know that one like hits a little uh, different, okay, okay. But we need to stop that, okay? I know we want everybody under us to be... MVP. We want everyone under us to be champ. We want everyone under us who's been champ to requalify as champ. We want everyone under us who's champ to be seven. We want everyone who's seven under us to be eight. We want everyone who's eight under us to be nine. Nines to be ten. Tens to be legends. Like we all want that. I know, but it takes a certain behavior. Does that make sense? We can't change people. So like How many of you have kids? I know a lot of you have kids. I don't have to ask you who has kids. I know who has kids. Okay, so just like out of curiosity, we talked about this on a a Zoom a couple weeks ago, and I mentioned it with Kumba, or dogs in general, but like Kumba's my boulet, okay? Like when you have a dog or a child, okay, they're very similar. For me, it's the same. Uh, When you have a child like Kumba and you're trying to get him to do something good, Have you ever noticed that, like, disciplining with, like, this, you're supposed to poop outside, you're supposed to da-da-da, right? Like, that's literally not how you train a dog. You train the dog by being like, oh, baby, yay, you pee in the grass, you're such a big boy, right? You do the same thing when you're potty training your humans, which is why I said it's the exact same. I see y'all potty training your kids, and last time I checked, you're not like, what's wrong with you? Why did you poop in the diaper? It goes in the toilet. What is wrong with you? Right? But then you're like, woo! Yay, baby! Like, poopy on the potty or whatever, okay? Like, but have you noticed that a lot of that is because you're not trying to get people to do things they don't want to do? You are helping them set the goals for themselves. Like you always say when you're potty training a kid, you say, hey, hey, they're just not ready yet. Come on now, parents, you've done this before. Hey, they're just not ready yet. When they're ready, they're going to show you they're ready. Huh, hmm, 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 okay? So then why are we out there trying to say, come on, it's time for champ. And they're like, it's not time for champ. My mom is so tired. I'm just sleepy, okay, right? But we're doing that. So can we encourage people where they are and just love them where they are, you know, love them where they are. And the great irony of loving people where they are and just identify, okay, this person's going through something. This is a bad month. It's a bad season. It's a bad whatever their life. But hey, let them know I still love them. Let them know I'm still here. I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to focus on me is going to allow you to get where you need to go, right? Because then it's, hey, this person set a goal for themselves. So the only thing you can do, and you should do this, especially if you have a team, is ask them to set their own goals, find out what their goals are, Just like you are the one who needs to set your goals. So 
when you're thinking about this and when you're coaching and when you're training and etc., let them pick their goals. Tell, let them tell you when they're ready to go to the bathroom. All right? Like when they're ready, they're ready. And then you encourage there. But what can you do? You can focus on yourself. You can focus on bringing new people in. You can focus on MVP multiplier. You can focus on whatever those goals are that you're setting for yourself. And the interesting thing is you're not going to let yourself down, right? That's why I think I'm getting away from these rank goals so often is because I think it's going to be self-defeating when it is a rank goal. Because then you spend the last week of the month going, what am I doing wrong? What have I done wrong? What do I need to do different next month? Oh my God, right? And most of the time if I ask the people that I'm like, well, what happened? Like what? Well, I was, I felt like I was the only one working. I felt like I couldn't get them to do anything. Well, like, it's not my job to go to your house and work your business for you. Uh, I was going to say, I, I don't want to offend anybody. So I'm just going to pick champs, Jenny or Courtney or Sydney or, or Brittany or Adele or, or who else on my front screen? That's it. Hold on a second. There we go. That's okay. That's just my screen here. All right. Like it's not my job. You know what I mean? I don't try to work your business for you. I want to stay in my business and then encourage you where you want to go, right? So focus on your goals. What are your goals? What is it you're trying to do? Because otherwise, I see this all the time. It's like, well, so-and-so was going for champ, but like, I guess I had a bad month and now like they ended the month at 15,000, but last month it was 22,000. I thought they were going to hit champ. What's going on now? They're down 7,000 points. You start to self-sabotage yourself thinking it was you. Wow, a lot of nodding on that one too. Okay, right? But it's not, which is why if we focus on building everything around us that we can control around the goals that we want, we can explode, okay? Next thing I want to say is, rec- okay, this one, this one I wrote down because there was a situation that hit me like between the eyes this week or weekend or I don't know what day of the week it is right now. Oh, it's Friday. So week, okay? If you want to achieve your goals, recognize the difference between projects and tasks and choose each one wisely, okay? Like, I'm just going to call it like it was. I do not understand why on the last two days of the month, anybody would focus on building a website. Like, I don't understand why you would do that. Recognizing that if you're going to set goals around, I want to hit multiplier. I want to hit rank four. I want to hit champ. I want to hit legend. I want to make $1,000. I want to make $500. I want to make $2,000. I want to make $20,000. I want to make $80,000 a month, whatever it is. Okay, Choose wisely in your behaviors this month. Now, let me throw myself on the sword for a second, okay? Because my self-destructive habit is I pour myself into work. (laughs) It's my avoidance behavior. My avoidance behavior is work. And I know that's not normal and that's not most people. So like when I'm supposed to go... Like last night, I was supposed to go to the Cowboys Club. I was supposed to go socialize. And instead, I worked. (laughs) It's my avoidance behavior. Instead of socializing in general, and instead of, uh, yeah, sharing sometimes, I work. Instead of cleaning my house, I work. Instead of going on dates, and then I complain about men, I work, okay, so I don't know, 
right? I'm just being honest because I don't want you to think that I am a perfect because I'm not, okay? But my avoidance behavior is work and I know that. But if, but I know, okay, okay, I'm getting attacked. It's true. It's true, okay? I know it's true. I see the eyeballs. Courtney's eyes just got just about as big as Britney's usually do, okay? Like, that was impressive. You must be practicing. You must be stretching your eyeballs out in your free time. That was good, okay? Like, wow. Um, but I will tell you that a lot of the time, um, we need to focus on time-sensitive stuff when it comes to goals. So if you're going to set the goal of, okay, I want to hit MVP by whatever it is, pick your tasks intelligently, right? What are the small action steps you can do inside of it to make sure it gets done? You know, Brooke Porch, she's on an airplane. That's the only reason she's not on the call right now, okay? Uh, but Brooke Porch, she has these alarms that actually make it sound like you're under attack, Okay, it goes ah, 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 like and I mean so loud that if you are nearby um, and maybe you've given birth to a child, um, you know, not safe, bring extra underwear like it's very scary. Okay, so it's very, very scary. It sounds like it literally sounds like a submarine is going down. <laughs> okay, it sounds like you're under attack. It's very scary. Okay, but I will tell you, uh, it might be a good idea to. Take small action steps like setting alarms, like saying, what's the next action I need to take to move forward towards my project and then focus on a specific task and then setting specific times of the day around those little tasks to make sure things get done. Like what are those things you need to work on? right? And then what are the things you recognize? Okay, I have to complete this project. I have to complete this task. This is important for my goal. Rosenberg has PTSD from her alarms. I believe it. I actually believe it. So does that make sense to everybody? Like if you want to have success this month, if there are things you want to succeed on, pay attention. You've probably heard me say this before, but everything you do is getting you one step closer or one step further from your goals. So what is it that you're trying to accomplish? Right? When you're thinking, should I make the post? If you're thinking, should I show up on the Zoom? If you're thinking, should I have more prospecting conversations? Or if you're thinking, should I go in the scroll hole? Um, I've said this a lot recently too, but I don't think it can be overstated. There is no bottom to Facebook. Like TikTok doesn't end. <laughs> okay? The for you page, there will be something for you for the rest of your life. Okay? Uh, there's no end to the Instagram, the Instagram. Okay. There's no end to YouTube. So if you go on there and you don't set standards for yourself, like I get it. I think you should have those moments where you decompress, where you sit in the bathtub and you scroll for 30 minutes or whatever it is for you. And you laugh and you, you find for me, it's just a bunch of very attractive lesbians. I don't know why, but that's just uh, Sydney. I do know why. Okay. Sydney has hijacked my TikTok. It's okay. Whatever. Uh, but anyway, so these beautiful women, uh, that would be my TikTok feed. Uh, that algorithm is not as good as they say it is, but it's okay. It's probably because I avoid men. You know, it's, I, I work too much. So, oh, I found my way to business TikTok too. So business and, and lesbians. That's, that's Jesse Lee's TikTok feed. I do interact with you. Okay. So <laughs> it's funny, but it's really true. Um, my whole point of that being, I would sit there and I could watch them for 50 hours. Like they're very intriguing, right? You're kind of like, wow. 
Wow, what have we here? What did she just do? Ooh, okay, you get stuck in it. But like, decompress, take All right, but uh, uh, and yeah, and some of you watch them over and over again. That's right too. That's definitely true. You watch the same TikTok 66 times. But what is a project and what is a task? And where do you need to stop and take that time for yourself? And where are you finding yourself literally sucking yourself in and avoiding everything in your business? You know, I was sitting on a training where I watched Brooke Porch, again, train a team on consistency just this weekend. And she had a conversation. She said, you know, like a lot of people sit there and they just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll. And you don't even notice it. Like how many of you, if you're being honest with yourself, you don't even notice it. Like you think you go on there to do work and then an hour and a half later, you're like, what happened? I think I blacked out. So that's where those submarine alarms, tornado shelter alarms, whatever it is, might come in handy. Set the timers so you can get your tasks done. If you want to hit multiplier by the 17th, I love it. I love it. But you're going to have a hard time hitting multiplier by the 17th or the 31st if hours of your day is sent trying to find is spent trying to find the bottom of TikTok or Facebook that doesn't exist, okay? All right. So, the next thing that I really like and this is probably actually pretty conventional. I feel like I've said this a bunch of times, but make sure you set check-in points. I don't know if I've ever worded it like that. Set check-in points. Um I think a lot of us have been taught in the past to set those specific goals where we end up having a deadline or a target date. And I think that's great. I also think it's great to set a check-in point as well. So maybe about a week or two after we've set the goals and we've done some tasks related to completing it, take a step back and evaluate what you've actually done. Right? Take a step back and say, hold on a second. If it's important to me that I develop two more rank twos this month, What have I actually done to make that happen? Okay, if it's important for me to uh, bring in 10 new customers this month, 20 new customers this month, 100 new customers this month, what have I actually done to get that, to, to, to accomplish that? Just check in. So maybe when you set your goal for this month or this week or whatever it is you're doing, what if you went ahead and set an alarm in your calendar today? Like that should be a homework assignment all of you do at the end of the Zoom today. Set an actual alarm to go off maybe next Friday, maybe next Saturday, maybe next Sunday, maybe five days from now, maybe 10 days from now that just pops up and says, you know, hey, Frida, how close are you to your goal? So you can go, whoa, hey, hey, okay. Because I notice that what happens again is we get to the end of the month and we look at what we've done and we go, what the heck happened? Why am I so far from my goal? I was so on track. What happened? If we're just honest with ourselves. And I think it's because sometimes we get really excited like we are at the beginning of a month. A couple weeks pass by and we're like, what? Where did two weeks go? So maybe some of you can even set that more than just a week from now. But what if you had a check-in with yourself, a reminder that pops up in your phone that asks you what you've done? You know, I have a, um, I, I have a uh, thank you for your honesty, Sydney. I love that. Like I have an alarm that goes off in my phone every night at seven o'clock and it just says, what high level person have you reached out to today? Some of you OGs know that I have that alarm, but some of you, we have a lot of new people. You don't know that. So, uh, it just says that it says, what high level person have you reached out to today? And that's not to say you're not high level. It's to say, I want to be the dumbest one in the room more often than not. Okay. I want to be the person that I'm like, I really need to change my 
my surroundings because I know you become like the people that you spend your time with. And I want to constantly be able to bring value to the Zoom. And if I'm always around people, um, you know, that, that aren't, again, I'm not talking about any of you, then that's a problem. So every day I challenge myself to have the audacity to have a conversation with somebody who makes me a little barfy, somebody who makes me go, whoa, why would this person have a conversation with me, right? I think that's really important. And so that's actually my check-in point every day. I like to set down, set set that check-in point every day just to make sure I'm elevating a version of myself. Like if I haven't personally developed, then I know I'm going to have an issue having a conversation with somebody because I'm not going to feel like I have something relevant to talk about right? So what are those little check-in points? Maybe yours is an alarm that says, what personal development have you done today? And it's not to say you're going to be 100%. None of us are 100%. Not every day is going to be, woo, Wendy wins today. Woo, Lindsay wins today. Woo, another win for Jackie, right? Like that's not what it is sometimes. But it is that awareness. It is when you look down at it. And what if you personally developed 70% of the time when right now you're developing four? I mean, imagine the kind of person you're going to become. So that helps me a lot, those little check-in points. And so I think if we do that towards our goals, it's going to be really powerful. Um, Next thing I think we're pretty good at, but I think we can get even better, is celebrate the successes. So when you do hit those little goals or those micro goals, or you add someone to Simple Proven Results, or you get a new customer, or you have a good day, or you hit all your DMOs or whatever it is, it's not that celebrating the little wins is just fun. Like for some of you, it might sound weird, or disingenuous even, or I don't know, but it genuinely will keep you motivated because six, write this down, success will remind you that you can get things done, right? Success reminds you that you are capable of greatness. Success reminds you that you're more powerful than you think you are. So if you've ever been around my house, you've seen this and you haven't just heard it from me, you hear it from all of the champs that come to my house. We sell a trial and we literally go, wow, and we're like, like all of us, we're screaming. And then when the little phones jingle, okay, literally whoever's phone jingled, they yell and scream and celebrate. And then I go, woo, if you made money, I made money. Okay. Like we literally are just screaming all the time, celebrating little wins. And it's because it's a psychological hack around your goals. It's important to celebrate those little wins. It's also just a fact that where your focus goes, your energy flows. And so if you're celebrating every single little tiny thing in your business, you're going to start doing more of that because you're psychologically hacking your brain. For some of you, like you said, you're not good at building the relationships with, well, what if every single time you went into the chat and had a conversation with somebody, you celebrate yourself a little bit? Woo! Okay, I did it. I got really nervous, but I know I need to be friends with these people because I really like them, but I'm socially awkward. What if you celebrate those things? And like, I'm just going to tell you, um, again, if you are connected to me, uh, welcome. You are probably all socially awkward. (laughs) Okay, because I'm socially awkward and so we attract each other. So this idea that that anybody in that chat is better than you is crazy. Like, I I love it because if you look around the Zoom, like all of you have the exact same faces on like, oh, we're all socially awkward. Okay, yeah. Okay, we are the kindred spirit frontline socially awkward weirdos. Okay, so welcome to the party, uh, population you. All right, so (laughs) nice to see you. Welcome to the show. All right, so but celebrate the successes because those little celebrations of small wins 
they turn into big celebrations, right? And it also keeps you motivated. It also will remind you how much closer you are to the actual goal you had set. Um, that's why I love those MVP printouts, right? Where you can check the boxes and you can show us because you can visually then see how close you are to MVP or multiplier. And I don't think enough of us celebrate those successes. Okay. Um, and then the last thing that I want to say, and this is super non-conventional, uh, but I think it's really important and really strong is please be flexible in your goals. And I don't mean like quit on your goals. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying to abandon goals that actually don't serve you well. Right. And that's going to go back to those of us who set goals that actually didn't come from us. I think some of you might remember, I, I said this, I think it was last week and I had you guys write this stuff down. I said, what are I want you to write down the things you say you want in this life. And then I want you to ask yourself, where did that come from? Why do I think I want a Range Rover? Why do I think I want to make $10,000 a month? Why do I think I want to write a book? Why do I think I want to run a multi-million dollar business? Ask yourself, did it come from me? Right? Or is it coming from an outside source? Where is it coming from? Am I being influenced, right? And it's okay. There's good influence and bad influence. Like I'm an influencer. I know that. Okay, I can influence you to do things. Hopefully good things, right? Hopefully when I use my influence, my power is being used always for good. Intentionally, it will always be used for good. I know sometimes, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, whatever. But I'm just saying like, if there's a goal that you know is not actually yours, just abandon it. Find a goal that serves you better. So if you're like, wow, I actually picked a wrong goal, it's okay to change it. It's okay to say that's actually not my goal. And it's the second of the month. Like now's a perfect time to say, hold on a second. That's not my goal. Okay. So maybe you can reset it. Maybe you can move on to another one. You know, don't blame yourself or be critical of your willpower or feel guilty. That's a worthless emotion, right? That's not what I'm trying to say. But the things that do serve you, that's what I want you to step into. I also want you to understand that sometimes we've been influenced for goals and it's making us play really small. So as an example, this is a really good conversation again around Kelly and her new recruit. Her new recruit is setting goals that most people would think make no sense, but it's because she doesn't know what she's doing. So she's setting goals that are relevant to her, right? Like when I came in to the company, nobody said that people don't hit champ in six days that's just what the empire did. And no, nobody said, oh, you know, like we hit seven, we hit seven our first full month. Because we didn't look around and say, what's, ev- what's everyone else doing? What else is everyone else doing? We literally said, we are hitting seven the first month. We are, yes, just like Sydney just said. We all wanted seven the first month. We want seven, we want seven, we want seven, we want seven. But like Sydney said, that whole room also said it, though, is what she's trying to say. So I knew we wanted seven. But then the whole room was like, I'm going to get seven too my first month. Well, and then there's people who literally quit, specifically one girl who wanted $10,000 immediately. She's like, how do I make $10,000? But like, didn't, um, didn't even hit MVP, right? Which made, meant her, means her goals didn't make any sense, right? But like Brittany just typed that crazy goal of like, we don't know what we're doing. 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 It set us on fire because it wasn't, we didn't know about what other teams were doing. We didn't know that most people don't hit rank four their first month or three or two. We had no idea. 
So what if it almost becomes you start setting your goals because you don't know what anything means. You're just doing things that are serving you. You just want to buy a new house. So you set a money goal and you go, okay, here we go. You just want to buy a more reliable car. So you're like, "Eh, whatever. Okay, whatever. Here you go. Done. Okay. You don't know what, how to get to Fiji, but you want to go. So you just set a goal and then you go to Fiji, not knowing that it's completely unrealistic right? Like who cares? You know, like people told me I couldn't go to Italy or Spain. They said, there's coronavirus. I said, oh word. I already got my flight. I'm gonna go to Italy. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? So, but a lot of us do that. Like a lot of us let other people set our goals or actually dictate the way our life rolls. And I would just ask you to abandon the goals that are not serving you well. And instead, Just try out stuff that makes you feel good inside because there's enough of that going on in your lives and all of you know intuitively what it is you really want. Go do more of that. Like go do what sets your soul on fire because then when you're setting goals, you'll be working through inspired action instead of, again, the goals you think you should have. It's the goals you want. And when you start doing things because you want it, your whole life changes. And it can be things that other people think are materialistic or other people think are selfish or other people think don't make sense or other people think are unrealistic. But like maybe there's a reason I love driving this freaking Lamborghini. I think part of it is because it's so freaking loud and people look at me like, I don't think people that look like that are supposed to have a car like that. They're actually perplexed, right? But that's kind of the point. Like who set the standard that your life is supposed to look like this or your life is supposed to look like that or whatever, whatever. Like, no, just decide what it is you want and go after that. You know, somebody posted something the other day and was like, when you think you're woke and they posted a photo of like this, like a house that looks scary, similar to mine. And it was like, when you're actually woke. And it was like somebody with like a stick and a campfire and like a sleeping bag. And I'm like, woke can be different for very different people. Like I actually like camping, FYI. We can go take a team camping trip. I'm very down with that. I love that. But like, I do. Why are you looking at me like that, Courtney? I love it. I'm gonna build the biggest campfire. We're gonna set the forest not on fire, but we're gonna make a big old fire. It's gonna be so fun. We're gonna cook eggs in a plastic bag. I know how to do it with the, I know how to do all these things, okay? So anyway, I'm great at camping. But like, who are you trying to convince of how their life is supposed to look? And it probably is kind of starting with you, you know? You're probably trying to convince yourself of what your life is actually supposed to look like when you're actually just supposed to do what makes you happy. And that's not true. Evan Anderson, I am going to take you camping and we are going to build fires and we are going to go canoeing and we are going to do all kinds of fun stuff. Okay. So I, well, you know what? Just cause I don't leave my house doesn't mean I don't know how to leave my house. Okay. Take your little electric car and get the hell out of here. All right. So anyway, now that Evan Anderson and I are fighting, it is the top of the hour. And I would like to remind him that he's lucky he's quarantined for the next 13 days because uh, uh, I will I will come up there and I would have some words. All right. No, I'm kidding. I love you. All right. So uh, at any rate, I hope you take all of those um, all of those little tips and maybe spend today reflecting on that and what you really want your October to look like. Um, I fully expect for us to do uh, to have our biggest month ever 
100% because my birthday is November 1st and I will not roll up into November without the biggest month ever. So I'm gonna need you to adjust your goals to be ridiculous. No, I'm kidding. You do you. <laughs> I love you, but I do promise I will be going next level gangbusters in October because I cannot let myself down. So I love you and I appreciate you.